Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and today I'm going to be joined by former NFL wide receiver Pierre Garçon. We're going to talk all about what he's been doing since his departure from the NFL, as well as get you up to date with the Raiders and some of the takes on what's happening there with the GM search, the head coach search, and all things in between. But before we get started, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you are listening. Also, make sure to check out everything that we're doing on VegasNation.com. We are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $100 when you sign up. All right, so as I said, Pierre Garçon is the guest today, and he is going to talk all about things that he has been doing here since he's left the NFL, as well as get into Raiders and breaking it down with me. So let's get started right now with our interview with Pierre Garçon. Again, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about the shirt that you got on, Speeding mm-hmm. Compression. This is like your new venture, your new journey. Tell me all about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a new brand that I'm working to grow. Uh, my first product is Compression Socks, but Speed A Compression is something that I think that can help in the future with, you know, weekend warriors, athletes, um, you know, people that just need compression to for the compression to help, you know, support them throughout their day. I heard that there was, you know, some things that you went through in your own process that led mm-hmm. you to develop this line. And um, part of it was to do with recovery. How do these really help you to get to that next phase of recovery and to help with everything that an athlete might go through in a day or through injury? Uh, with speed aid compression, our, our goal is quality, quality compression. Compression provides blood flow. Blood flow provides healing and recovery. And that's what we um, strive on, try to give, you know, which I give good support with, you know, the muscles, the blood flow to keep the body going. And that's what we as athletes need. Even though we're a professional athlete, we still need support to keep going because it is grueling. It is tough on our bodies. And when we're, our body's feeling supported well well supported with quality it, it's easier to move and that's what speed a compression goal is to make it easier for you to move to make you you know want to do stuff instead of you know hating to do it at all <laughs> you had quite a, a lengthy nfl career you went from the colds to the washington football team to the 49ers and through mm-hmm. that time you were constantly growing as an athlete what does it take what would your message be to those coming in as wide receivers to really make sure that you're doing all the right things to have that type of longevity? The the number one thing I would say to learn, to keep learning, to to be on time to where you're so what's being asked of you. They will ask different receivers to do different things. But if you're able to learn that really fast, you can play because everybody's a great athlete. You wouldn't be a great athlete in the building if you weren't a great athlete. But being able to learn fast, learn the language of football, that's a major thing because if they ask you to go outside on a cover two, two cornerback, you have to know what that means. <laughs> you know, and, and if you don't, it messes up the play for the quarterback. So learn, keep learning, keep learning football, and obviously stay in shape and keep working hard because, you know, they've made it to that level um, with the hard work that they put in. So they got to continue to do that part, but learn fast, learn, learn, learn football. 
And as people learn and as they grow, some of the things that you did was you mix it up. Of course, uh, the Haitian pride that you had, you trained with a Haitian boxer. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, how did that help you kind of grow as an athlete along your journey? Um, training with Andre Berto, he was my friend. He still is my friend. Uh, it was, I was awesome training with him. It's just doing different exercise movement, trying to incorporate it in football and boxing. They use their hands a lot. And as receivers, we use our hands a lot and we use our core. We use our, you know, our, our legs. They don't run as much, but the core strength in the hand movement and the head movement is very important for receivers. And that's how I try to incorporate it so that I don't get tired of doing the same football workouts and, and being around another professional. Cause he's trying to, you know, stay at the, the highest level. It's, it's inspiring. It's easy to see him work out hard. And then for me to work out hard, cause I don't want to let him outdo me. I want to know that football is really, are but you know boxing is is tough but football is hard too and you have to be in shape and, and we're in shape to to continue to 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 try to box but we're not we're not gonna give up that easy right right <laughs> the nfl you know is constantly evolving and we're here talking about a lot of the things that it takes for longevity the things that it takes for stay on top of the game and the raiders uh have just now kind of crossed over into a, a season where they were able to make it to the playoffs what are the things that you saw in this team that really were clicking well for them and how do they carry it over into this coming season uh, carrying over to the upcoming season is going to start with the quarterback. They they are clicking with the quarterback and the receivers. That's always a fun thing to watch as a fan of the Raiders. But seeing your quarterback make plays with the receivers, seeing receivers step up, which is you know, a football fan's dream. Like, hey, who is this guy making plays? <laughs> Thank you. Keep making plays. You know, it's not going to come to you every time, but it's it's gonna come and we need you. We need that consistency make, of making plays and catching the ball because we know Derek Carr is gonna get it there regardless of how many plays you have, no matter what position he's throwing it from, he is going to try to throw it. So that's the thing that you can build off and grow on and, and look forward to in the future with the team with the the Las Vegas Raiders. But it's 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 exciting, but with the front office changing, I don't expect it to make a big impact as it would with a younger quarterback, but it's still you know, something that you have to uh, hurdle that you have to overcome. Definitely so. And like you talk about with the front office changing around, the Raiders right now in search of both the GM and a head coach. When you think about the GM position, what do you think are the best qualities that can help this team and what they might need, especially when it comes to the NFL draft? Because I feel like in some of the previous drafts with Mike Mayock, they kind of missed on those first round picks, even if they found gems like Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro deeper in. Uh, what do you think this GM needs to possess as they look ahead to this coming draft? I think the the GM has to be relatable to the players. That's what guys are, you know, sticking their head out on the line for. And I think he has to remind them that this is, you know, a job, a business. This is, you know, our goal is clear. We're trying to make it to the playoffs, win the division, and, and get home, home field advantage in the playoffs. So it's an easier road to the Super Bowl. It's It's being relatable. And reminding reminding everybody of the goals because you know you, you you get confused or twisted or lost sometimes when you're in Las Vegas when you're in you know the NFL going through a tough patch like you kind of forget because you don't want to go through it but it's important to remind the guys the goal and to be relatable to them because they will play harder for you if they actually do like you. Right here, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Pierre Garçon. And also, I'll bring you up to speed with some of the coaching candidates and GMs that the Raiders are looking at in 2022. 
Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and we're going to jump right back into our interview here with former NFL wide receiver, Pierre Garçon. When you think about a head coach that comes into play, Rich Passaccia did help to lead this team into the playoffs. Do you keep him as the the head coach, or do you think the Raiders need to look beyond Rich Passaccia? That's, I, I don't know Coach that much that well. I don't know his history, but being able to lead him into the playoffs after a, a, a not the most positive year, he, he's he's a better candidate for somebody completely out of the building. But if you have a, a, a coach that is well-qualified for the new head coaching job, it's okay to make that change because you have a solid person in the quarterback, which is the main position in football. So... If you make a big change, it's got to be with a great like football mind. It, it has to be, you know, someone that we all agree, like, okay, this is the guy for the job. And if it's somebody in the building, it's easier to transition and to keep moving forward. And obviously the goals stay the same where, you know, you're trying to get home field advantage for the playoffs, divisional champion, and, you know, make that road to the, play, to the Super Bowl that much easier. Looking now at the NFL and the scope of it, there's not a lot of representation when you talk about minority head coaches. How mm -hmm. important is it that the NFL does their due diligence and really working towards trying to make the front offices and, and the and the head coaches, you know, be more diverse? How how do I mean they have the campaign everywhere and racism, you know, we can do it together, all of that, but how do they really embody that? They, yeah, they just have to keep finding a way to give everyone a fair opportunity, which is what we all want. We know there's certain guys that are not head coaches because they're just not friends with the right people. Being qualified for a job shouldn't depend on who you know, but it really does depend on who you know. You know, But coaches that deserve these opportunities, we all want them to be up there as well as for the NFL, because when you have great coaches, you have great plays, you have great teams and, you know, things are, people are happier, teams are happier more. And it's more of a, a, a different team going to the Super Bowl instead of one team going to the Super Bowl all the time. <laughs> and that's what we don't want in the NFL as a whole organization. I wanted to ask too, just because this is a former teammate of yours, Deshaun Jackson, mm -hmm. you think he's got another year left? Oh man, I shoot. I, I hope he does. <laughs> you know, he enjoys playing football. He's a great guy, and he's, he's still got the speed, as you can see. I know it's tough on his body. He's got kids and family, but, you know, that guy can run forever. That's And that's, it's very impressive what he's doing. I'm happy for him. I, I hope he still plays. I know he loves Vegas. I know he loves being out there. He's close to home. So I hope he still has more years in him, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at him if, he, if he's like, hey, this is it. <laughs> Okay. But I know he likes I know he likes Derek Carr. I likes playing with a quarterback that loves to throw it. You think about the qualities that really make a great wide receiver. What do you think the Raiders need in a number one wide receiver when you look at that position? Because it is something that they do need to to fill as they go ahead and look at the draft. 
Um, they, I think the Raiders are on the right track with some good receivers. I'm a big fan of Zay Jones. I'm a big fan of D-Jack. Um, obviously, D-Jack is on the ending part of his career. But for a number one wide receiver, it's got to be that guy that can take it to the house. One, not necessarily take the top off the defense, but when he has that ball in his hand, he's a threat because the play kind of just starts instead of that being the ending of the play. And that's what we as receivers strive to be. We, we, we making the catch is the, f- the first part of the play. The rest is what you do on your own. And that's just hunger and effort and trying to get into the end zone. Let them know it's, it's going to be a threat once I get the ball, not after I get the ball. Well, well after I get the ball, it's going to be a threat too. But once I get the ball, that's when the play starts. And that's when, you know, it becomes even more dangerous. I don't want to put names in your head, but I saw this thing today. It just made me think. It had uh, four wide receivers on. I think there was Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, and Aaron, Jamar Chase. So mm-hmm. it, you go through those four, and it said pick one. You can only have one. But for me, I want to ask you which receiver right now, not necessarily of those four, but which wide receiver right now really stands out to you that you think is going to just really make a Hall of Fame career for himself? Oh man, that's that's a, a great question. Right now, it's it's hard to go against Tyreek Hill because he has the speed. You can't ever take that away from him. You know, you can't coach it. He has a great quarterback, which is gonna get him the ball. So and and, and as you saw in the game, it take he got up to like 30 miles per hour. It, it takes one one catch, right? One catch and everything changes within four seconds. And that's that's hard to defend, regardless of who you put out there, how many players, and with a great quarterback, it makes his job easier. Um, Cooper Cup is playing amazing. I think it's hard for him to to keep up the year that he had this year, where he's the triple crown leader in everything, the catches, yards, and touchdowns. Um, Jamar Chase is on a great start for his Hall of Fame career, but it's going to be hard to continue to do that for 10, 11 years because teams are going to start adapting to you, and physically it's, it's tough, but he's on a great track too with a great quarterback, a college quarterback where they have um, history together. They have, you know, they're familiar with each other. So it's, it's, it's going to be exciting to see that. So, you know, Tyreek Hill is the lead runner for it to be a hall of fame. And he's, he's very, very, very good receiver. Oh, Pierre, I really have appreciated the time today. I just want to ask one last thing, let everybody mm-hmm. out there know where they can find you and what you got working on and, and where they can find all of the great yeah. things that you've been working on here with speed eight. Uh, you can find me on social media, Pierre Garcon. Um, we're selling compression. My compression brand is on Amazon. That was our number one goal is to get on Amazon. So check us out on Amazon, Speed A Compression. And at myspeedacompression.com is our website. I really appreciate it, Heidi. Yeah, thank you again so much for the time. That'll do it for our interview today with Pierre Garcon. I'd like to thank everybody again for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are listening on any platform that you have available to you. And also, don't forget, we're brought to you by Station Casino, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $100 when you sign up. Thank you again, everybody. I'll be back next week. And before I leave you today... I want to update everybody, as promised, with the latest news on the Raiders' GM candidates as well as the head coach candidates. So what we know about the general manager position right now, and these are confirmed candidates for the general manager position for the Las Vegas Raiders. Ed Dodds, who comes from the Colts, Champ Kelly, Dave Ziegler, Trey Brown, Rustin Webster, 
John Spitek and Dwayne Joseph, who's a be an internal candidate for the Raiders for that position. The name that sticks out right now that just came through as of uh, Wednesday afternoon, Brandon Hunt. He spent 12 seasons as the pro scouting coordinator with the Steelers, and he was also a pro scout with the Houston Texans from 2007 to 2009. So again, let's go over this here. After Mike Mayock was fired on January 17th, Patriots director of player personnel Dave Ziegler has been a person of interest. Colts assistant GM Ed Dodds, Bears assistant director of player personnel Champ Kelly, Bengals scout Trey Brown, Bucks VP of player personnel John Spitek, and now adding from the outside candidates Brandon Hunt to that mix from the Steelers. Now, as for the head coach position, everybody knows that uh, Rich Basaccia already received his interview. The other confirmed candidates by the Raiders are D'Amico Ryans, 49ers defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, who's very interesting to me. I'm going to get into that one here a little bit. And Jared Mayo, who's been interviewed, as well as Josh McDaniels. Now, there's some names there that float around from the Patriots coaching tree. Uh, one of the names that interests me, though, is Todd Bowles coming out of the Buccaneers, a defensive coordinator there. What interests me about him is he's already been an interim uh, head coach with the Miami Dolphins, and then he also had his opportunity with the Jets to be a head coach. He does have a losing record as a head coach in the NFL but you have to remember that with the Jets he really had no quarterback when he was there and the head um, front of office has always kind of been in shambles so I think giving a guy like Todd Bowles a second chance in a situation that he can come into that's much better than what he had with the Jets or the Dolphins at the time I think this would be an opportunity for him to really prove what he can do what he has learned watching under uh guy that he's worked with for years from going back to their days at Temple in uh, Bruce Arians and being able to really have more time to see a really effective offense at work with Tom Brady and also to have a very effective defense at work with the Buccaneers because he did do a lot to bring that defensive unit to be a bit more formidable than it had been in the past. So uh, his defensive mind we know is there. And that has been the theme for me with what I've seen with the Raiders head coach candidates. Defense, 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 defense. All of these guys except uh, Josh McDaniels and Rich Basaccia, very defensive minded coaches so we'll see what happens D'Amico Ryans is a very interesting standout candidate to me if I had to pick out of the list that's there but that'll do it for this edition of the takeaways podcast don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening check out VegasNation.com for all of our latest news and updates as we try to continue to sift through and sort out everything happening with the Raiders general manager position head coach position you'll find it all here three times a week with our podcast and always on VegasNation.com thank you everybody so much for listening. I'll be back next week. <laughs> Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.